Welcome to Through a Handler's Eyes. I'm Jo Hilda and I'll be interviewing assistance dog handlers Australia-wide. We won't be discussing legalities or training methods, just the journey of the human and their dog. Today I welcome assistance dog handler Alan and his dog Kima. Uh, they're actually on the road at the moment and Alan is an owner-trainer with the help of a professional trainer. Um, how are you going, Alan? Very good, thank you. Joe, yourself? Very good. It's great to have you. Thank you. Um, we don't have many men, so this is good. We're all shy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay, so um, when did you get your first assistance dog? Uh, this, is, this is my only dog, and she's been with me since she was a pup, which is eight years ago. But I got sick about five years ago. And we realised that she was actually doing a lot of the task without training that I required. Yeah. And then when I spoke to my psychiatrist and went through what I needed, and, uh, yeah, we found that she was compatible for me in that area. So we just, we just kept her and we went through the steps of getting her properly certified. And, uh, yeah, it's been good ever since. It's been, oh, about three years she's been sort of officially an assistance dog now. Yeah. So you noticed that she was helping you. That was what sort of prompted you in making that decision because she was already doing it for you. Yeah, it wasn't until I started to get well and got some indication of what was wrong with me that it became obvious that she knew already and she was able to work with me beforehand. So yeah. once, I was, once I was well enough, um, I could see what she was doing and then we sort of just improved on that. And now she's just, it's just a natural day for her that she works with me. She gets a, she gets a jacket on and she stands up tall and gets proud and yeah. works with me all day. And she's, they she's they definitely know when they have that working jacket on. I mean, even with my current dog, when he was a pup and he was only had his in-training jacket, I went uh, out with my sister one day and we wanted to go I didn't have the jacket on him I was just letting him walk but I had it with me and we wanted to go into a pub for lunch and the, I said look I've got his jacket here and she said oh, I'll put it on him and I put it on him and the girl said to me oh my god his whole body language just changed yeah. <laughs> and they, and, they just know don't they they're like initially I, I was concerned it was gonna be too much for her yeah and you know like 24 7 but she loves it. It's to her. It, it makes it sort of makes her day, and uh, we also do give her days off as well. We try and get her at least one day off a week, where she yeah. goes and some visa dog. Or if we can't do that because we're travelling. We try and do a couple of hours a day where she's not working at all. She's just resting, and she can just do her own little dog thing. Yeah, that's that's really good. So tell me a bit about her. She's an American staffie. And she's eight years old now. And she is just the most loving puppy dog you could ever find, but also one of the smartest puppy dogs you could find. She, uh, she knows people. And like when we go walking in shopping centres and that, she immediately can bond with people who have got, I wouldn't say issues, issues isn't a good word, but who need some loving, like autistic children. Yes. She'll actually, she'll just change this completely with autistic children. She'll sit and she'll sort of lean to them and let them touch her and play with it. And even yesterday I had a veteran come up to me because she was fully dressed 
um, in a shopping centre and he come up to me and he's using a really walker and shared some personal experiences with him. Of course, he was asking about how to get an assistance dog and he started to cry and she just sort of went there with him and gave him, you know, he gave her a pat and she just gave him that love back and she just does it so naturally. And yeah. that's what I'm great about her. She just, she is like an ambassador for assistance dogs, I suppose. She's just, she's beautiful. Yes, and and um, she sounds like she's got a lot of love to give. Oh, yeah, that's a problem. Sometimes you've got too much. Everybody wants to pat her because yeah. she's so beautiful and that creates a few conflicts every now and again. If I'm in sort of, if I'm not in the right headspace, it's hard for me. But yeah. she, she she's good. She knows I'm not good. She'll, she'll stand between me and the next person and yeah. lean on me or sit on my foot or stand on my foot to let me know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Does she try and take you away from things that are a bit overwhelming? Yes, she will. Yeah, that's, yeah, she will. Uh, if we get if we get to a big crowd, like she's good with crowd, she, she's great with crowd. But if I get to a big crowd and I'm sort of starting to get high levels of anxiety, uh, she'll just sort of either push me, touch me, lick me, or just pull the lead in opposite direction for me to take me away from it. Yeah. And and if I don't if I don't get the clues, my wife gets the clues. Yeah. So then, then my wife sort of steps in and says, "Hey, we've got to we've got to sort of move on to somewhere else," and it's good. I mean, I can live today. I've got a life again. Yeah. So tell us a bit about. Uh, you've told us a bit about the journey so far, as in that you know she was already doing things for you, and and then once you had spoken to your psychiatrist and decided that you wanted her to become your assistance dog what steps did you take next what was the next thing for you well i started going through all information on the internet which was scary because there were so many mistruths and and sort of misinformation and a lot of experts who were willing to take my money and unfortunately yeah. i got i got sucked into a couple of days but that's fine it's just a journey i was on it's um I found in Australia wasn't or isn't as well documented and controlled as this is overseas, so it was mm. a little bit hard. And then I went through a few veteran associations and everybody's intentions were really good, but I think I was special needs. Mm. I was very, very hard to deal with. And the people I was dealing with, were had their own issues as well, which was yeah. which was important for me to remember. So then, once I got over all that and found the right organisation to help me out, we got um, a guideline for what testing she needed to do for public access testing. Yeah, I wanted to fly, I wanted to fly off her and Virgin wouldn't Yeah, criteria sorted. I, I engaged some experts who do this as a profession. And we were able to step through it very easily of some paperwork from the doctor, paperwork from his psychiatrist, a simple public access test. And, uh, yeah, she's all good from there. And, like, now, like, I'm at a caravan park at the moment, which is no dogs allowed, and she's here with me. Um, I've had a few incidents where people sort of prefer me not to be where there's no dogs allowed. And I just move. I don't care. Like... I don't try and educate them too much. Yeah. Um, just move on and, you know, it's, it's, it's completely changed my life. Like five years ago, I was sitting at home besides work, 
just sitting at home all day. I was too scared to go out, too scared I was going to do something to myself, so I wouldn't go anywhere. Yeah. And, and now I can go anywhere I want, and uh, it's great. You know, I still got, I still have bad days, but um, I suppose I have bad hours now, not bad days. Whereas yeah. Before I'd sink into a deep depression for days and days and days. I haven't done that for a couple of years now, and I, I put it down to my dog, hundred percent to my dog. That's fantastic. Now, um, you're not working currently. When you were working, did you take her to work with you? Yes, we did. We took her, took her to work occasionally, but when I was working, I only go to work for two or three hours a day. So, yeah, it wasn't wasn't always with me. And yeah. a lot of times, it's more a social occasion for me to go to work. I've been I've been very fortunate. I've got a pretty successful business and a good lifestyle. So. Yeah. I, I don't have to work, which is nice. Yes. But, uh, but basically, anywhere I can take her, I will take her. Um, and, but, you know, like I went to go to Australia Zoo the other day and they were extremely accommodating and assisting with the dog. But after discussions, we put her into a um, um, day, day kennel, like a yeah. puppy place for a day, and she loved it. And yeah. I just made sure I kept calm and my wife kept with me without her there and we had a good day so oh that's yeah. good because that's I've, good yeah you have to have a plan don't you i think yeah well when i first started using camera as my assistance dog i become too dependent on her like if i didn't have her with me i started to panic yeah and then i, I spoke to my psychiatrist and he put me put it and explained to me quite simply that she's one of my many tools yeah. not the not the only tool i have and there's i've got I've got a mile of tools now for centering and mindfulness and stuff like that. And so the dog's not with me. It's not the end of the world, but it makes it easier with my dog with me. Oh, absolutely. But unfortunately, there are some cases where you can't, not because people don't want them there because they, like Australia Zoo, um, they have to have certain procedures in place. I want to go to Western Plains Zoo and because they're an open plain zoo that you can't take an assistance or guide dog in there. So, you know, so you have to have a plan for those days. Either you don't go or you use one of, as you say, one of your other tools, hey? Yeah, and like I, I suffer from um, bad uh, nightmares, are pretty, pretty sort of weird, so special nightmares, and she now wakes me up. So, so that's one one thing she has learned to do. That if I have me bad nightmares, she'll come and come and sit on my bed, and and basically start touching me till I wake up, which is really nice. Excellent. Brings me out of it. So yeah, that's 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 one of the best skills which I can't do without. Yeah, I suppose that also helps you get a better night's sleep too. It does because I know if I'm going to have a nightmare, like when you when I was suffering really bad from nightmares, you don't want to close your eyes because yeah. the nightmare is there. But you know, but I know now, like I'm on medication to stop the nightmares, which I, which is one issue. But if I do have them, she can come over pretty quick and she and she stops me, which is really great. Yeah, so she's pretty good at that. That's excellent, isn't it? Um, yeah. Now, what is has been your biggest challenge having an assistance dog? People staring at me. Yeah, that's that, honestly because I'm I'm a I'm an alpha male, successful. I'm not scared of anything. I walk through walls, but when I go 
when I walk in a shopping centre, people look at me as if I'm different and they actually talk to my wife instead of talking to me as if I'm sort of, as if there's something wrong with me. Mm. And, and I find that, um, yeah, I find it disturbing to say the least. Yeah. And, and upsetting. And, um, and I, and, um, yeah, I, I didn't realise, like I've, I've looked into a little bit about people in wheelchairs suffer the same thing, they'll talk to the person pushing them, not to the person in the wheelchair. Yeah. And I think, well, well like there's, no, there's nothing wrong with me, but, yeah, and people touching her, which is because she's so cute. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. But generally 99% of my interaction with the general public, which is unwanted, ends up in a positive note. Oh, good. Because uh, generally... They're touching her and then asking me questions about their child's got autism or their child's had some assault issues or their father's got this or something like that. Yeah. And it's, and it's, it's surprising what people will tell me who don't even know me just because I've got the dog with me. Yeah. So Do I'll you find of, that confronting sometimes? If I'm in a bad way, yeah. yeah. Like 90% of the time I'm pretty good. If I'm, if I'm in a bad way, I'll deliberately not make eye contact with people and I'll wear my dark sunglasses. Yeah. And I'll just sort of, I'll stay close to my wife or I'll go stand in a corner so people can't come to me. So yeah, I still so get, the, yeah. There again, you yeah. get your tools out, don't you, to, to That's help correct. you with that. Yeah. Like I can't, like when I go shopping, I can't stand in the aisle where the groceries are, where they pack them onto the shelf, pack them onto the thing to pay for them. Yeah. It's standing there just is too close to me, the people and stuff. So we just go out the front and wait let the wife do it all. So, yeah. yeah. That's thing, something I can't do. Whereas before, before I knew something was wrong with me, I used to sit there and battle all that and just get more anxious and more more uptight. Now yeah. I feel like, oh, we just stroll off and, yeah. Sit down with Kima and give her a, give her a biscuit and a bit of water and then wait for Mum to come out. We're all good. Yeah, and you get out of your own head with her, don't you? Oh, definitely. You can, you can focus oh. on her rather than what's going on around you. Yeah, just got to look at her and she makes you smile. And if you're feeling sad, she'll come sit on my lap. And like she's twenty odd kilos, so sitting on your lap isn't real good. Yeah. But that's also like if I have a major depression day, she'll come and start just sort of lick the back of my head. Just to sort of, she tries to lick the badness out of me. Oh, but, but yeah, but she, she, so I, I look at it. She's supercharged, just full of love. And when she sits on me, she's trying to put all that love back into me to, yeah. to offset, offset all my sadness. So yeah. that, that's why I see her, and that's why we're conscious of, of all the negative energy I put out onto her that she gets a relief from as, as well. So she can go for a run and she can get she can get, get some good times with the dog. Yeah. So Dog. That's uh, excellent. Yeah, but look after her health. Yeah. Um, so what's the best thing about having her? Oh, my freedom. I, I can go out. Like before I got sick, I would fish three or four times a week, photography three or four times a week, just do everything. Um, I stopped going to the gym. I stopped doing photography. I stopped going out. Now I go to the gym. She just goes to the gym, she sits down on the blankie, we go national parks, we go to the beach, we go anywhere we want. And I don't I don't feel uh, I don't get that anxiety levels which I can't so it doesn't I can get out of the car 
I can yeah. drive somewhere now and get out of the car. Whereas before, I drive somewhere and make an excuse for not doing it. Yeah. Whereas now, I just reach over the back, grab her, leave, and off we go. Yeah, that's great, it, and and that's that's a theme. I think that if if I did a compilation of everyone who answers that question, their freedom is the mm. the main thing. So, yeah. um, and, my, and and like everybody changes their attitude when they see her. Well, yeah. you sit in a restaurant, and she's sitting there, and and a girl comes over to take your order, and they smile straight away. Yeah. And that just changes the whole atmosphere. Yes. And, and it's good. And, you know, she makes everybody smile. That's what you want, isn't it? A bundle yes, of yeah. joy. Oh, yeah, yeah. I can't handle sort of aggro people. Well, thank you very much for chatting with me today. Oh. It's been a real pleasure. Absolutely pleasure for my end, Joe. Thank you very much for the help I've received from people like yourself and other organisations who voluntarily do this stuff. It is it is hard for someone like me to reach out for help. Yeah. Then, then it's hard to put faith in people, especially when yes. you get burned a few times. But uh, you and a couple others there have been extraordinary in helping me on my journey to recovery. Oh, well, I'm glad I could could be of help, and I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful trip. Oh, we'll keep sending you photos. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for listening. If you've got any questions or you would like to be a guest, email me at eyes at gmail.com. Bye.